this is episode 100 of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> and Mayor Bear, I feel, I feel like from day one, when we first started this podcast, we only put on the idea that we were covering The Office and TV yeah. shows. <laughs> I think it was all building up to this moment where my fascination with Nicolas Cage Ugh. brought us the movie that we're going to talk about today, Drive Fucking Angry. Dear God. Tell I me. Okay, so you, you watched it. I did. How awesome was it? It's okay. <laughs> it's um a very unique and a very niche 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 genre movie. Okay. And this is like at the beginning of his descent into yeah, madness. Yeah, into madness. That is a way to say it. This yeah. this movie was released on February 25th of 2011. Oh. And you're looking at a guy who went to the midnight premiere of this movie well it was your birthday present was to my, yourself was, right you know, my friends <laughs> my friends got me the ticket and we went to it and um i mean we've been nick cage me and my core group have been nick cage fans for a very long time and this one was coming out as a birthday weekend let's go out and let's do this let's get after it oh, God. and holy and shit drink our sorrows away later <laughs> no are you kidding this movie i didn't need to drink this movie got me high <laughs> this movie God. was so great like uh, I, okay, was this movie made like for like for 3D. a 3D? It was in 3D. Okay, yeah. because some of the shots like it looks cheesy watching it yeah, now. Yeah. In 3D, but in they 3D, look great. I'm sure it looks great. Yeah, okay. I wore the stupid glasses, and you know, okay. a hand came flying at that me. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, there may have been like a bushy vagina in one of these shots. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. But um, yeah, so this was, it came out in in 3D in 20 you know 10 years now. Yeah, uh, they, that was like a weird little era. Remember, like, Where, Clash like, of the Titans was, was 3D. Fucking made in 3D. Yeah, Piranha My Bloody 3D. Valentine was made in 3D, for fuck's sake. I'm glad you mentioned that show. Oh, or that movie. Because the two guys who wrote this, wrote that. And That makes so much sense. Todd Farmer and Patrick Lucier, Lucier I guess. Okay. He was also the director. Ah. And he did that. They both did that movie. And Farmer is actually in the movie. He is the boyfriend, Frank, the one who looks like Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, so this yeah, so you you know you could see like the parallels. Uh, yeah, because they were both three D <laughs> and bloody and, and bloody gory. and gory. <laughs> so you know, I went to go see that because I'm pretty sure Jensen Ackles was in it. I don't know who that is. That's a weird name to throw out at me. Um, he's from Supernatural, not the tall one that does Walker. Not Dean from Gilmore Girls, but not the other Dean. one? Not Dean, yeah, the other one. Okay, I've never seen Supernatural, but I believe you and our sister watched that, right? Oh, I loved it. Oh, uh, he looks cool. like a normal white bread American guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's Texan, too. Hey, y'all. That makes a lot more sense, right? <laughs> I think, well, his name is Jensen what? Jensen Ackles. That sounds like a Mad Magazine character or something. <clears throat> okay. But no, yeah. Um, so, so this and I was a little slightly obsessed with him at that point because I was into Supernatural. So was it, were you with Scotty? No, in two thousand nine. No. Are you sure you guys are married like three years now? We're married two years and a half, almost a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we started dating in two thousand October of two thousand nine. Oh, so right under, right under, yeah, the right under the radar there. So uh, <laughs> this movie had a budget of fifty million. Jesus. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> How the fuck does it get that budget? They, they put that much into this. Holy I'm assuming, shit! Yeah, maybe this some of that was for like. I was know. gonna say, did twenty grand or twenty mil of that go to Nick Cage himself? Well, I'm sure he had to pay off a dinosaur skull broker <laughs> or something. Fuck! It grossed forty point nine million worldwide, <laughs> so it it's not a success. 
And I'm sure that half the people listening to this probably have not seen that they've heard of it, probably. Well, the Maybe DVD seen bits that we watched was our brother's yeah, uh, copy that was at I couldn't FYE find for four ninety nine. I couldn't so. find mine. I was so pissed off. So uh, this movie stars, of course, Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. as John Milton. Uh, Piper is played by Amber Heard. Boo! Oh, we're going to talk about her. Uh, the accountant character, played by William Fickner, one of my favorite character yeah. actors. Awesome. He was in The Dark Knight, yes, lest he was. we forget. Uh, Jonah King, played by Billy Burke, who I have no idea who he is, but I know that you do. Who is he? He's the dad from Twilight. Okay, I'm not... And that's literally the thing I wrote down. I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Bella's dad is here? Does he play a character like this in the movie? No! <laughs> he plays a bumbling sheriff. So he's not, not like Not an a evil lunatic. satanic... Devil worshiper, like, <laughs> with leather pants. He's in the velour coat. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Jonah <laughs> King. So, Fat Lou, played by Jack McGee, Fat mm. Lou's Diner. Oh, uh, Webster, by David Morse, who looks like a geriatric gold dust. Right. <laughs> um, Frank, played by Todd Farmer, we mentioned him. Candy, played by Charlotte Ross, who was... On s- NYPD yeah. Blue. She was Sipowitz's yes. lady. Yeah, so seeing her in this... Was Dude, kind of like as like serious, serious cop in professional gear, hanging out with Dennis Franz, and now she's like. A I saw her tits. Yeah, <laughs> we saw. Oh, we saw. Her. We saw a lot of her. Yeah, we saw every bit of like, her. Like it was jarring to see her. I was like, I respected you. <laughs> she. I thought you were an actor. I, I respected you, Candy. Uh, there's the captain, Tom Atkins, the old guy. How are you doing, that guy? Mm. And Norma Jean, played by Katie Mixon. Who is now a sitcom star. She was on Mike and Molly. She's the American housewife with the guy from Drew Carey. Oh, You know okay. who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on Eastbound and Down and shit. But, um, so this movie, I know like with Jurassic Park, I had the facts and figures and all mm-hmm. that shit. This movie doesn't have a lot to talk about in that way. I mean, it's pretty straightforward what was we were going like to Amber talk about. Was this like big This was, I think, her first big movie. I was so, going to say. Before we jump into what I was going to do, I want you to tell the folks, like, well, tell me about this Amber Heard. Because okay. all I know is that she may or may not be a psychotic, abusive person. Okay, so she married Johnny Depp. I actually looked this up the other day because I was like, <laughs> I feel like Kevin's going to ask me this. <laughs> she got married to Johnny Depp in 2015. They got divorced. They finalized the divorce in 2017. And then a year later, she filed for like uh, protection from abuse from him. So Johnny Depp's an asshole, right? Well, that's what everybody thinks. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, <laughs> gunslinger. Um, so basically, she like came out with like this op-ed or something, like just basically saying like he abused me, he hit me in the head with a bottle, he did this, he did that, he's verbally abusive. I have text messages and blah blah blah. Well, Johnny Depp loses his spot in the fucking Harry po- one of the Harry Potter movies. Um, I think they didn't do a Pirates of the Caribbean because of it. Like, he lost a lot of fucking money. Okay. And then it comes out that he has, like, video recordings of her, like, actually abusing him. Okay, it should be noted here. Uh, Johnny Depp, grown 50-year-old man. Oh, yeah. Amber Heard, 100-pound, Farrah Fawcett-looking waif of a woman. Waif. So how did she go about doing all this? Because he wouldn't fight back. Not fight back, but just, like defend himself even like put up something to shield himself. no he, he would di- leave like what he would do is he would just leave they the teach situation you to do that and like uh you know when if you're working in a sane asylum or yeah something like that <laughs> like leave the situation yeah 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 but like there was like videos and like audio recordings of her being like who's gonna believe you like nobody's gonna believe you that you uh, that i'm hitting you or that i'm doing this to you so she's like saying she's almost yeah. like 
in the movie when the supervillain tells his plot to the, the yeah. protagonist. Like, yeah. oh, well, this is what I'm going to do. This is plan A and plan B. And the guy's like, why are you telling me? Just kill me. I'm going to kill you and defile your body. <laughs> oh, so many quotes from Jonah King here. But so uh, is there also, I heard that she cut his finger off or something. Is that true? Yeah, she likes, well, I don't know if she cut it off, but like she sliced it or something like that. Like he had to go to the hospital because she broke like a wine bottle. And like, just yeah, like, like fighting him like a like happy Gilmore. And like, that's my understanding. I didn't go too far into the details, but basically, like, we're not like there's slandering now, her right now. No, no, there's, <laughs> okay. there's actually like a defamation lawsuit that oh, wow. I saw like 12 hours ago. Oh, like, Johnny Disney, Depp put it up. Yeah, Disney is now getting involved. Like, he's bringing Disney in to say, like, oh, wow. you fucking de- loss like, of yeah, income because of the Pirates income. of the Caribbean and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so damages. Yeah, oh, but wow. she now. So there's actually a petition to have her removed from the Aquaman two movie. Was she in Aquaman one? She was. She played Mira, the like female lead. Okay. I know you don't know. <laughs> no, I, I just it's take okay. your word for it. But Jason Momoa is yeah, the yeah. lead. Yeah. So she played the female lead, and now like there was a petition to like be like fuck her, like do not even have her in the second one. Blah blah blah. Just like recast. Everybody wanted her recast. Um, guys, we learned our lesson from the Dark Knight. I mean, it's not the best course of action. <laughs> well, so what Universal did <laughs> oh, yeah? is now they're going to have two female leads. Is she going to be one of them? Still? She is going to be oh, one good. of them, but they're pit- she's pissed off because she thinks that her spotlight is going to be stolen. Well, of course it is. <laughs> and it's like, well, like you shouldn't. You like, really don't. <laughs> you really don't have any room, like. You don't. You should not be as confident you as no you are right to now. Stand on right yeah, now. you're a but horrible then, human being. I got really mad at Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy. Well, what's new? You hate that woman. No, do you want to know why I hate that woman because even of Star more Wars. now? Because twelve hours ago, breaking news: Amber Heard supposedly in talks for a Star Wars lead role. Okay, we're gonna throw this out there. Tw- Fuck you, Kathleen Kennedy. Twelve hours ago is in February when you're listening. Yeah, to this. sorry guys, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's real, huh? Yeah. So she'd be like Ray's stepmom or something. You're gonna look it up right now. I'm so pissed. So off. the thing is, like, does Amber Heard continue? She's continuing to get work. Reportedly in yeah. for a Star Wars role. That's awesome. And then, like, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's wild wedding made her feel, quote, lonelier than ever. Well, i got to say this. I oftentimes am out there saying people should get second chances in that. Maybe she, um, devil's advocate, maybe she's going to do better with her second chance and not, maybe. you know, beat the shit out. Why would she beating Johnny Depp? I think I don't we know. need to get then to the bottom like of it. there's a deadline. The... Disney and LAPD hauled into Johnny Depp's $50 million defamation wow. suit against Amber Heard. So if she was beating him, as is alleged, um, what, like, why? I guess that's the whole point. Is like, you married one of Hollywood's greatest guys, why are you abusing him? It's so bizarre. This this whole story like takes me off off the heels, man. But I, now like there's a countersuit for her. Of course she there is because she's a, defending a, herself. She has a one hundred million dollar defamation oh, lawsuit. Oh, just a dick Johnny measuring Depp. contest now. <laughs> yeah, like basically. But um, dude, it's like it's it's ridiculous. This is blowing my mind. Like I yeah. said, we're not slandering. This is just what's no, out in the this news. Is, yeah, this is what's happening, peeps. So I mean, she's still continuing to get work. So she must yeah. be an okay person when she's not alone with her husband. I guess. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe she's allegedly. Like a, I don't, maybe she's like a great person, like on set. Because like I know there's like, you know, what was that? Who was the one who freaked out on set a little while ago? Is that Christian, Christian Bale? Bale? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, and "Fuck Tom you, Cruise. you fucking asshole!" Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe you know there are people on set who do that shit, and maybe mm-hmm. she's like an angel. Maybe, maybe yeah. she buys the crew like. Croissants. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, croissant. Yeah, yeah. It's French. <laughs> but, 
It's okay, classy. Norm. She's keeping it classy. <laughs> so I wanted to do something different, like I said before, uh, talking about this movie. So I went and I was doing some research because I was like, you know what? You and I watched this movie and it's an attack on the senses. To put it, it, my, it really to, is. To put my, I'm like, this is not your typical action movie even. No. This is not like a summer blockbuster. This is just a really weird fucking film. Yeah. And can I just say, so I was watching it last night when my husband got home from work. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? And I go, it's Drive Angry. Kevin wants to do it for the cast. And he goes... Didn't we see this in theaters? Oh, that like, because of me. Probably. Because I came probably back. Probably because you were like, oh my God, it was the best fucking movie. And Just, he hated it. He did. He fucking hated it. I was going to bring that up. So I went, I was, me and my friends are just like, yeah, oh my God, this is, this is off tour de force in filmmaking. We fucking loved it. We marked we out so hard. We went in with like, and we the told idea you, that this was going to be the Godfather 2. No, I didn't. Oh, please. You go in expecting it. <laughs> I told you that it was just a rock rollicking good time of just insanity. <laughs> and apparently Scott did not like it and came back and said, fuck your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he takes Kevin's film uh, we don't see eye suggestions eye on a lot of stuff. very carefully. We came in, we got into a fight. Fat Man, though. We, yeah, we all okay. love we Fat all love Man. We all love Fat Man. But we got, me and him, I think there was like this iciness between us over the Phantom Menace for like five years <laughs> where Scott was like, fuck Kevin, I don't want to talk to him. Your brother's a dick. <laughs> yeah. He might like some good music, but his movie suck <laughs> and i'm sure drive angry only added to that yeah other no. you guys saw the beaver on my you guys like we the like beaver? the beaver okay the beaver yeah. was good so i went out there and i was like okay you know we see now 10 years hindsight how much we i like it how much you get it oh the, oh yeah don't be peeking at these <laughs> so i went out and i wanted to find out what was the in the moment contemporary people thinking oh, of this movie Jesus. what did critics think of this movie shut the fuck up so i i went out and i found a bunch of positive ones However, they all said the same thing. And it's pretty much what I say. They're like, it's just a fun movie. It's you know, Don't lo- go in expecting an no. Oscar-worthy performance. Lose here. yourself for an hour and a half and just have a good time. Nick Cage is out of his mind. It's good time. Like, just, it's a escapism. It's yeah. what movies should be. Escapism. Mm. Some people think movies should be art. Yeah, there's a place for that. Not all movies should be art. And not no. all movies should be escapism. There's a place for both of them at the table. Yeah. And this one is on... Everybody, you know, all the positive ones are just like, yo, it's schlock, but it's good schlock. Yeah. Then I found a few of these. And they're from pretty reputable places, as I name them off. The first one I'm going to read is from the New York Times. There's the the venerable A.O. Scott, movie reviewer. Okay. The second one I'm going to read is from CNN.com. The third one from MTV News, you know, hip and edgy. Oh, my God. MTV News. How many of these do you have? Five, five. The fourth one... Now, this one's my favorite. Is from... The AARP. <laughs> AARP magazine. And the last one that I will read is from Catholic News Service. Oh my god. So, I can only imagine. So when you say AARP and Catholic News Service, I imagine. AARP magazine. I baby. imagine our grandparents like going through their magazines. Oh yeah. Like, huh, what movie? Like, let's hey, go. Gal, see a what do you want to see? Yeah, we haven't yeah. got to see a movie in ages. Let's go see a movie. We saw Calendar Girls with Helen Mirren. What's out <laughs> they today? Did. Yeah, he they loved, loved that movie. Grandpa loved it, yeah. But now, like, just thinking about them reading this, going, like, he's just <laughs> making his face, like. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, his old Polak he's nose. Pursing his face, <laughs> he's pursing his lips like this, like. Yeah, I heard a Polish joke the other day, and it made me think of our grandfather. Oh, I was dying. Maybe I'll recite it later. Okay. But anyway, so the first one from the venerable A.O. Scott, who titled it, On a Mission, But Not From God. <laughs> and I just want to say, this one is not as disparaging as the other ones. Okay. And it is um, more forgiving, I think, in the end. But he uses words that 
anybody who's reading a movie review about this movie doesn't want to read these words. Mm. So I'm going to take some excerpts out here. <clears throat> I'm going to should I do it in a voice. Sure. There are those who insist that no great work of cinematic art will ever be presented in 3D. The most persuasive among them, Roger Ebert, for example, often offer learned arguments grounded in science and aesthetics. My God. None of that really has anything to do with Drive Angry, which at least in its 3D version makes a loud, incoherent, but oddly compelling case for the enhancing effects of stereoscopic projection on certain treasured objects of the cinematic gaze, like classic Detroit muscle cars, women's breasts, and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of, like, fucking sentence is that? Women's breasts. Know, this guy gets paid. So, <clears throat> last things first. Mr. Cage's acting style if that is still the term, <laughs> seems these days to require not an extra dimension, but rather an entire parallel universe. In this movie, he plays a grandfather from hell. I mean that literally, though to say more might count as a spoiler. With lank blonde hair, a haunted demeanor, and the poetical name of John Milton, a sop to the English literature grad students who are sure to flock to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. These, these next few sentences. The details of this character are both preposterous and beside the point. There is plenty of anger to go around and a lot of action, some of it pretty inspired, and also a gooey heap of plot, plot, not oh. plop, <laughs> which is revealed efficiently and without too much concern for plausibility of any kind. Any kind. Okay, I just want to point this out. This movie is telling you that a man stole a muscle car from hell, <laughs> escaped to destroy a cult leader who's going to murder his granddaughter at a full moon to bring hell to the earth. And the words preposterous and plausibility are being used. <laughs> All right? Like, you don't go into Lord of the Rings saying, well, I've never seen a fucking hobbit, so... I'd... Well, let's see what happens. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so stupid. Apart from some half-cartoonish digital effects and the whole 3D thing, Drive Angry could almost be mistaken for a raunchy, cheesy exploitation programmer of the same vintage as some of its cars. Or rather, a whole retrospective of disreputable 70s B-pictures. What with the cars, the super, supernatural mumbo-jumbo, the churning, anonymous heavy metal guitars of Michael Wandmacher's score, and the nudity. Oh my god. <laughs> this guy's such an asswipe. Yeah. But yeah, he gave it, you know, like that was pretty much, you know, he just said, like, it's a cacophony of sound and visuals. Oh god. He doesn't, like, exactly hate on it, but he's, you know. Skeptical. He's right in the fence. Yeah. The, like, he liked it, but he cannot lose his street cred in the New by York saying Times, that he liked it. The old gray lady. Mm -hmm. Now, this one comes from CNN, from the <laughs> Mr. Tom Charity. Who didn't show too much of that to the movie here. As he starts off with... He starts off with... Great title. Shame about the movie. And I wanted to like Drive Angry too. Oh my god. In case you're wondering, we're not talking about John Milton, the 17th century English poet. Though I bet Cage would have relished playing him. And I would have relished seeing it. Wow, yeah. Could but, you imagine him using his American accent trying to be in a... Like, <laughs> oh, he would have done like Australian. Oh, the Northern Kingdom, not Canterbury! Oh so, God. then he follows up that sentence with, This Milton, played by William Fickner. Yeah, he immediately, like, just loses all credibility. This was edited and published. Totally got the wrong actor, the, the wrong character. Yeah, he fucks up. So then, like, here's his take here. You're going to hear a lot of pages flipping, folks. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Does it try too hard? Yeah, it tries too hard. <laughs> but that's not the problem. Most movies don't try hard enough. 
The trouble is there's some there's nothing to animate the film's rebel spirit. Underneath the attitude, Drive Angry is running on empty. Lucier's direction is a style-conscious but tone-deaf. His action scenes, a confusing hodgepodge of random cuts. Someone buy this man a navigation system. Oh my god. With a fucking exclamation point. Seriously? Yeah, I'm glad Hee Haw wrote this fucking thing. (laughs) But the thing is... This is after, uh, what is his name, Nolan, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. This yeah. is some of the most egregiously dra- edited. like edited fight yeah. scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Come on. And then he finishes with this. Admittedly, you would have to, you would have to be a corpse not to find some of this amusing. <laughs> so he comes around to it at the end where he's just like, yeah, you know, it's stupid It's fun. entertaining, but yeah. it's really fucking dumb. Then we come to this ass nugget. Oh my god. Laramie Legel, which oh. sounds like how someone talks if they had a stroke. Sounds like Kegels. Laramie Legel uh, from MTV News. Now, oh. MTV News, you know, where great people like Sway and Gideon Yago and John Norris and Kurt Loder. And that guy that looked homeless in the 90s. Jesse Camp. Jesse yeah. Camp. Hey, yeah. Carson, TRL. Yeah. I'm not wearing a shirt under my coat. Let's do it. <laughs> He's wearing like a fucking Joe Namath fur right? coat. <laughs> fucking idiot. So this, <laughs> this humorless bitch... Um, <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I should use... I don't know if it's a guy or a woman. Laramie is a weird name. Laramie is Although a weird there name. was a, a lineman for the Dolphins named Laramie. So I'm going to assume it's a guy. But I, he's a bitch because he doesn't think it's funny. Drive Angry is all jagged edges and broken promises. Well, that sounds like a Papa Roach what song. What promise was given? I know, right? Take the title. Such a simple descriptor. So easy to execute. Drive Angry. Except there aren't all that many driving stunts. If anything, this is a genial road trip film with far more shots of the 69 Charger, nice, or 454 Chevelle SS simply moseying on down the old road. I will, okay, I will give him credit for that because when he wakes up, like when she wakes up and they're driving, and it, looks like, it looks like they're going like five miles per hour. And that's when he like, looks up at the full moon. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And then consider the anger aspect. Again, lacking. If anything, we get a cool and detached quest for vengeance, with none of the passion or depth the word anger conveys. But what if we don't take the word separately? Perhaps Nick Cage is mad as he's been be- as he's behind the wheel? Nope, no joy can be found here either. There's- <laughs> he's efficiently driving, perhaps even driving lethally, but nothing approaching angry driving. Like, fuck this. This is like some of the worst writing. Seriously? No, he's not driving angry, so this movie's shit. No, you're right. He doesn't have a shit. scowl on his face yeah. the entire film. He's not, he's wearing, not, angry he's not wearing hipster glasses and drinking a macchiato. Wow. I just wonder if these resources on all these efforts couldn't have been used for something, you know, actually good. <gasps> yeah, he said it. Wow, it's all, it's all well and good to make homages, but the films they're glorifying were made the way they were because the people involved didn't have much in the way of money or time. There was a reason for the finished product, a momentum of trying to make something from limited resources. And sure, there was terrible dialogue in the B-movie genre, but at least it was original back then. Throwing studio dollars at an attempt to recreate something that was at least uniquely bad feels like the very reason we can't have nice things. But I digress. He puts he puts that in the written word. That is a spoken word thing. You don't put that in fucking wow. writing. Uh, I mean, there is a reason why Laramie here is writing for MTV. I know. Oh, yeah. You don't see him with A.O. Scott. Yeah. So so if you're looking for a film where a fellow drives aimlessly around and then a gal gets massively beaten. Aimlessly? Yeah. Like he's not on a quest. Yeah. And And then a gal gets massively beaten up. Have I got the movie for you? 
Um, okay. Massively beaten up. Let's talk about this. So, the, the, the idea of violence against women in film. The good guys aren't fucking doing it and makes you hate the bad guys. Am I wrong? And the bad guys always get their comeuppance. Well, we hope they do. Well, yeah. No, I it's, mean in the movies, though. Yeah. And and that's the thing is, like, the, the last guy's talking about plausibility and shit like that. Then this guy's writing that, like, you know, women are getting the shit kicked out of them every fucking day. Like, it's, like spousal abuse is a real thing. Yeah. And now he's just like, oh, you want to see that in a movie? Like, you guys can't have it both fucking ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there are evil people who do evil things. Yeah. And guess what? It's going to show up in a fucking movie. If this was on Sons of Anarchy, I swear to God, everybody would be like, oh my it God. It has been on Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, but it's bad here. Yeah. No, like, like literally, they beat the shit out of women. Yeah. it's a, Guess what? The Burning Bed was written in like 1982. Yeah. Everybody watched Farrah Fawcett light her husband on fire from it. You know? It's a horrible part of reality. But the thing is, like... I don't know. I don't know how to put bringing it. Like, it to the nobody forefront. enjoys seeing it. No, bringing it to the forefront makes makes people realize, like, yeah. oh, that's actually happening. I should help some. If I ever see that, I should do what Nicolas Cage does and fucking go up and kick this yeah. dude in the fucking face. Stone Cold Steve Austin got beat up in this yeah. movie oh <laughs> for doing that. Like, it doesn't make the guy a good guy. No. You know, and, and it's just like... Nobody... And he does get his comeuppance yeah, because and, the accountant comes and... Nobody wants to them. see it. But it's a part of reality. Like, like I said, it's part of reality. It's in the. It makes the and, bad guys bad, and it makes you root for the good guys. And right? also, can we just say like, there's only one scene where it happens. It's not like she's maybe they're talking perpetually... about Jonah when Jonah's going after. Her. Yeah, but even then, like he's, he's not, like super like, evil. <laughs> but he's not like punching her. No, he's, he's choking like, her. Yeah, he's choking mm-hmm. her, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm gonna kill yeah. you and defile your body." Yeah. But um. But that's like, like a horrible. But way it's to... not like an entire movie of her just like no. going up to a guy. And getting punched in the fucking no, face. And that's why, like, when I read that sentence, if you're looking for a film where a fellow drives around aimlessly around and then a gal gets me- massively beaten up, have I got the movie for you? That's, like, so far from what this movie really is. Honestly. So. Now I'm not one to claim violence can't be used to dramatic effect. Heck, my favorite film last year was Inglorious Bastards. It's just that everything here has... Of course some... it was. That says everything <laughs> about Laramie right It's not right a bad there. movie. It's not... But that was your favorite movie last year. <laughs> well, I don't know what 2010 really? had. I, I got to go back and look at the what, what, what was on roster. It's just that everything here has so little in the way of consequences. Um, perpetual, like, <laughs> forever non-existence seems like a consequence in this movie. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> a non-existence. Uh, the plot loosely, and I mean loosely, revolves around Cage trying to rescue his granddaughter from satanic kidnappers. But as none of the characters have depth, none of the action matters in the slightest. Do you believe that? Do you think the characters have depth in this movie? There's four main characters, I would say, in this movie. You've got Cage, Amber Heard, The Accountant, and Jonah King. I think there's enough depth. Yeah. I mean, The Accountant's not supposed to have depth. No. Depth. He's a middle manager in hell. Yeah, <laughs> you know? essentially, like, yes. But, like, Piper, we see, like, she's a good person with a bad guy. She's, like... Fierce. She always tries to do something, like get better, mm-hmm. but then yeah. she always gets pushed back. She just has a potty mouth. Going, yeah, she's yeah. fierce. Yeah, and like Nick Cage is doing the right thing that he didn't get to do in his life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a little bit of depth there, yeah. even for a movie like this. Also, sorry, a, oh. the best picture nominees for that year, 2010, that's 2010, or the 2011 Avatar. Oscars. No, because Inglorious oh. Bastards is in here. Oh, okay. Avatar. Okay. Up, which is amazing. I never saw Up. Oh. It'll make you fucking cry. I don't want to cry. Um, Precious. Okay. The Blind Side, which oh, makes yeah. me sob. Oh, I never saw uh, that District either. 9, 
Up in the Air. Don't know that one. That's Clooney. A Serious Man. Oh, that's the Colin, Colin Firth. Um, an right? Education. I have no idea. Um, Inglorious Bastards and The Hurt Locker. And Inglorious oh, Bastards one, right? was your fucking favorite? <laughs> you really Laramie. Laramie. Fuck you. <laughs> This guy's damn. This guy's probably like out of work right he's now with like the pandemic. 40, like, <laughs> yeah, he's probably just like unshaven. One, one review. He's wearing a wife beater at home, <laughs> unshaven, eating like bologna with sandwiches. his seven roommates in New York City. I'd like to imagine he is. <laughs> Drive angry is the unfortunate position of having no real reason to exist. You could say that for any fucking movie. Am yeah. I wrong? Am I wrong? No. Like, every movie exists just because somebody wrote it. Somebody had an idea it, yeah. and they want to explore it. That That's makes it. as much sense as the tweet I saw the other day. Huh. It was a mom. She said, my toddler got up or started sobbing because he put his sandwich in the VHS player and it didn't play a movie about sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. It's just like... Movies, movies exist because people think them into existence. This is what somebody thought of. They're made so for fuck inter- you for shitting on them, Laramie. <laughs> made for entertainment purposes. Yeah. And Laramie gave it a D. He's the only one who gave it a letter wow. grade. <laughs> so fuck you, Laramie. <laughs> uh, this next one is from AARP Magazine. <laughs> written by Mr. Bill Newcott. And <laughs> the synopsis at the top. Oh, Jesus. This is so great. It's just this one sentence at the top of this article. Drive Angry, Nicolas Cage's latest attempt at on-screen and and or career self-immolation, fills a particularly specialized film niche. The movie that is inappropriate for all ages. (laughs) Oh, God, that one killed me. Well, the part that I'm thinking... Is like when he's having sex with Candy. Oh, yeah. And you can, like, see this chick's abs, like, writhing. Like, oh, yeah. It looks like they're actually having sex. When she says, give me that dick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, yeah, I'm like, this is porn. <clears throat> so, it's We're cool. just not seeing the penetration. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> he goes on to write. Okay, this is going to give you the synopsis. If you haven't seen it, I mean, I think you have the gist of it already, but... A movie about a man who escapes from hell to rescue his orphaned granddaughter from the clutches of bloodlusting Satan worshippers amid car crashes, exploding tanker trucks, and magical bullets called God Killers, which seem to be (laughs) aimed exclusively at those 14 to 18-year-old boys whose hormones kick into gear. The moment a screen character says, let's do this thing. And while Drive Angry undeniably delivers those goods, it also serves up a lot... And lots of gratuitous nudity. One pretty darn graphic sex scene. And enough F-bombs to make Eddie Murphy say, I'm offended. (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) These people are like putting in their little fucking jokes. It's hilarious. This is, that was fantastic. Like they think this is going to like get them on SNL. (laughs) So the film is rendered, rendered unavailable to its natural audience. And I'd strongly suggest that Child Protective Services stake out any theater that's showing it. Just in case any misguided adult turns up with a kid in tow. Oh my god. People really hated this. <clears throat> remember yeah. remember when Cage was the go-to guy for playing thoughtful characters in quirky little masterpieces? Even after he slummed so spectacularly in National Treasure. <gasps> I know, I'm, I took a to I that. love National Treasure, and, and the second one is good, too. And I thought he, I don't think he slummed it at all. Not at all. No. I was willing to give him a lifetime pass for every leaving Las Vegas, Moonstruck, and raising Arizona. He bequeathed us these words. Like, oh my I god. I hate all of these people. They have thesauruses. Watch out. <laughs> but that reservoir of goodwill. No, they're just right-clicking synonyms. Synonyms. Oh, synonym. I can totally see that. <laughs> so, 
But that Reservoir of Goodwill was severely tested by the likes of Gone in 60 Seconds. Good movie. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Didn't see that one. I saw that one. That one actually... I mean, he's weird in it, of course, but it wasn't terrible. And Ghost Rider. Aww. I love Ghost Rider. I think Ghost Rider 2, when he yells, Merry Christmas, asshole, is the best. (sighs) And while he found at least partial redemption with truly masterful performances in the recent Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. That's a long title. And World Trade Center, as he nears age 50, Nick Cage, the action star, is rapidly absorbing all memory of Nicolas Cage, the most interesting screen actor of his generation. Can you see that? Do you remember a time when Nick Cage was that? Um, Wicker Man, Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> well, fa- oh God, Face Off is a classic My that we should just, do. He, oh, we he... still haven't finished Face Off. We really? finished. We finished Con Air finally. He's busy as fuck with work, man. Face Off is one that I would stay up late to watch. I don't work be damned. <laughs> to show you how bad it's getting in Cageville, consider that by far the most interesting character in Drive Angry is not the star's grim-faced hellfire refugee, oh. Milton. Tell me it's the baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy we're really intrigued by is the accountant, a black suit and tie-wearing middle manager from hell, hey, hey. who's assigned to bring Milton back to Hades. As played by the stone-faced, hawk-nosed William Fickner. He is amazing. Hawk-nosed? That, that seems rude. like that, that seems, seems rude. That seems harsh. That's that's body shaming right there. <laughs> he is great fun. Really, the only fun you'll have should the King's Speech be sold out, and you have to settle for 104 minutes behind the wheel with Nick Cage, who desperately needs someone to pre-read scripts like this one. Look him in the eye and say, "Step away from the vehicle!" <laughs> with an exclamation point. Hey, you, fat fuck. I feel, dude, I swear to God, the people read like writing these, It's. It, I just go back to Chris Farley and Adam Sandler with like the Zagats guide. <laughs> Holy oh. cannoli! <laughs> like, oh, look, honey, like, they have barbecue. I'm going to put in my own thing. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Oh. So this last one we're going to read here from the Catholic News Service by oh. Mr. Kurt Jensen. Now this one, there's a few things I have highlighted here because they are just incredible. So the first one, Drive Angry gives a nod to Paradise Lost, the classic 17th century epic poem about the once angelic Satan and his role in the fall of man by naming Nicolas Cage's character a vengeful doomed soul who escapes from hell, John Milton. But this over-the-top hyper-violent mess of a 3D action flick turns out to be far more lost than paradisiacal. Again... I have a thesaurus. Oh my God. <laughs> I used that word once, I think, on a college essay. Just I've like, never even heard of that word. Oh, yeah. that it, yeah. Granted, I'm not an English major. It shouldn't so. be used in a fucking movie review. <laughs> All right. If this project offered genuine wit, or at least dialogue less foul, <laughs> and if the gratuitous nudity and bloody violence had been excised, it would have been some, po- it would have been some possibilities as diverting, if largely mindless, entertainment. Instead, Drive Angry manages to affront audiences on every possible level and leaves the viewer feeling as pummeled as the loser of a bar brawl. Now this final scratch here. The film contains frivolous treatment of the supernatural, intense, sometimes grotesque gun, knife, and sexual violence, graphic sexual encounters, full frontal female nudity, and pervasive, rough, crude, and crass language. The Catholic News, so- <laughs> the Catholic News Service classification is O. Morally offensive. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to fail. I'm really surprised that they even went into that much detail and didn't just go, 
Don't. Don't. Yeah, just <laughs> don't go there. You're going to have to go to confession after. Just don't bother. <laughs> just, I just love seeing the, like, people who take it too seriously. Yeah. Because this is a movie where every it's, line. It's just about fun. Every time the, a line is spoken, there is a tongue in the cheek of the person saying mm-hmm. it. Like, this movie is just, it's fun. That's all there is to it. And I wish more people would look at movies as fun. You, you know? have to, like, but you also have to go in with that expectation. Like, you can't... If you saw the previews for this movie... No, you know? I know, but you have, like, what I mean is more people need to be prepared. Like, you can't just go based off somebody going, like, oh my god, it was such a good movie, it was so much fun. <laughs> and then go see so the I movie. Did, I didn't tell you about the... the with more expectation with the... but... than just, like, yo, it's a ridiculous, absolutely insane movie. Just go and, en- like, go and enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> Not, oh my god, it was one of the best movies I've ever fucking seen. It was one of the seen. best experiences I ever uh-huh. had. And but if you understand what you're going in and experiencing, yeah. you can like you can genuinely enjoy this movie. Oh, absolutely. And that's what like I, I endorse all of our listeners to. If you're going to watch this, if you watched it already in preparation for this podcast, God bless or you. Or if you haven't <laughs> seen it in a while, go rewatch it yeah. and then come back and listen. because It's good. It's great. Yeah. So... Before we start the movie off, uh, Mary, tell everybody where they can find us. Guys, you can find us on Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. We like to uh, post fun things there every now and again. Uh, not necessarily screen grabs anymore from the movies. Well, we can get a few. We, I'm sure we can. We'll uh, post Nick Cage and his little skullet for this week. <laughs> he looks like a scarecrow in Yo, this movie. The, it looks hair, like literal straw. His hair is fucking terrible. <laughs> fucking Awful in this movie. It's a sex But But um, you can find us, like I said, on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Or if you have long-form feedback, want to suggest our next movie or a future movie, you know, hit us up on email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. That's right. And you can listen to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be uh, Podbean, iTunes, Anchor, Google, I, yeah, Google Spotify. Podcasts, Spotify, all of them. And you can find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed, as well as other great shows such as Talk and Pop, Freak Out, Drive-In, Journey Through Infinity, and so much more. So check in with Jennifer Smith and friends over at the Jenny Position. Subscribe today. You'll thank me later. So that brings us to today's feature, Drive Angry. (laughs) And the first lines, we see a muscle car cruising on a bridge out of hell. What I perceive as hell. Uh, it's just this fiery city. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like lava. It looks like San Francisco. Yeah, if San Francisco was hell, which isn't that big of a stretch from things I've heard. Yeah. Um, that's what he's driving out of in a muscle car. <laughs> and we hear a voiceover from the man who will be revealed as the accountant. And it goes as such. <clears throat> Since the birth of time, humanity has endeavored to restrain evil men in prisons. But since Cain fled the murder of his brother, evil men have fled the walls of punishment. So it doesn't matter if you're a badass motherfucker on the run because you think you're better than everyone else and somehow entitled to do what you gotta do. No, because you see, badass motherfuckers are never fast enough. In the end, they will all be accounted for. (laughs) That's how this movie starts. Yep. As the the, uh, car speeds out. Uh, we open up the movie proper here, I guess, with the car driving out of hell. Movie proper. That's that's <clears throat> we, a way to say it. Yeah. In, we get a little thing at the bottom. Laughter Colorado we are in. And a truck is racing, running from someone. And you hear like these redneck guys in it going, didn't she say he was dead? And you know, things yep. like that. And they're like, oh, he's following us. 
Where's the car? Keep an eye on the car. <laughs> so a car comes from nowhere. It's just shooting. Boom, 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 boom. And he wrecks the, the truck. The truck flies off on its side. A guy gets out. Cage gets out of his car. And the guys are trying to escape. He 3D effects now as he's yeah. like shooting. Bullets are flying everywhere. He, sh- he says, where is she? And the guy, one guy says she's in Stillwater Marsh, Texas. And on the f- first full moon, she's dead. Yeah. Hell will walk the earth. Oh, God. And so then Cage shoots a guy who's left in the cab of the truck. Another guy rises up. Cage shoots off his hand, blows him away. And, and the hand comes flying at you. Oh, yeah, 3D style. And then he tells the guy who's left to tell him he's coming for her. And then he shoots the gasoline that's leaking. The truck explodes. Car parts are flying at the screen. And we get a song that sounds kind of like the Time Warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> You know? Yo, the soundtrack in this movie... It's not bad. It, it's good for it's, what it is. It's very different. Yeah, well, it's like... I don't know how to describe... It's like Godsmack and Kid Rock got together. Oh, my and, God. You know? It's kind of like... Because, like, that's the one thing is that this movie is set in the stretch of land from Colorado through Oklahoma and Texas yeah. down to Louisiana. Yeah. And Louisiana. so there's a lot of drawls, a lot of country. A lot. Yeah, it's that's very much its milieu. <laughs> So we open up at Fat Lou's Interstate Diner, and the two waitresses are talking about the one's boyfriend. It's Piper and Norma Jean, mm-hmm. and you know she Piper cut him off, but it's, you know she's going to marry him though. He cause she, well, she cut him off so that he would propose. Yeah, and he to proposed her. to her after two days, and uh, then the he owner couldn't find, afford a diamond, but. He's gonna wave his big dick in her face. She's <laughs> it's very like the the language. I'm bite it in half. Yeah, if you don't have if you have kids like earmuffs, <laughs> don't watch the movie with them if they have kids. Yeah, just, it'll just be beep 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 yeah. beep 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 beep. She beep 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 beep, <laughs> and he beep 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 beep. It's a lot of that. So the owner's like a dick. He's like, yeah, get to work, you broads. Yeah, like, I don't pay you bitches to stand around and jab all day. He literally just calls them bitches. So um, there's, like, a Native American family who's ordering, and Piper's their waitress, and she could tell that they're, like, you know. Yeah, they're, like, broke. Uh, And so we see Nick Cage in a corner booth, like, looking over all the people there. (laughs) And Norma Jean, the waitress, comes over, and there's, like, this awkward... She basically is like, I'm going to fuck you later. <laughs> yeah, she's like <laughs> laying it on heavy. And he's just like, yeah. Uh. Like we're getting she's like. breathing heavily We get her. prime cage here where it's like, I don't give a shit. I'm in it for the money. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, like, just, I'm not even trying to sell it, sell it to you. No, he's growling. And uh, he says that he's headed to Stillwater Marsh, Texas. And the waitress says, Stillwater's in Louisiana. Louisiana. My dad spent some time there. She's very Southern. Yeah. And um, she's flirting with Cage, and he asks about the car outside, and he finds out that it's Piper's, mm-hmm. the other waitress. And We've uh, got a primo parking spot for a waitress. Oh, yeah, right up in front. Usually you got to park out back or yeah. to the side or something. No, right in front. Uh, the owner is giving Piper... Sh- oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. So it's Piper's, and then so she, she gives, gives him his... Co- she gives him... The coffee. The yeah. Wait, Norman Jean, the waitress. And he, he drinks it. He says, I said I wanted sugar. And then he grabs her by the throat and brings her in yeah. for a, a very harsh kiss. Very, very <laughs> harsh kiss. Yes. So Piper like gives free biscuits and like milk to the family. Uh-huh. And the owner starts giving her shit for putting it on well, the Well, then house. he starts trying to grab her by the pussy. Yeah, yeah, he does. He totally goes 
Donald he's Trump. He's like, on somebody's going to pay for this. Yeah, he's like going to fuck her behind the counter. <laughs> it's like, really, what the he's like fuck? this gross little, he's like Watto from Star Wars. <laughs> hey, Andy. <laughs> he's so gross. And uh, <laughs> she grabs him by the balls and quits. And then uh, Norman Jean turns around and Cage is gone. He's gone. not in the booth anymore. With his maps. So now Piper's in her Daisy Dukes. Jesus. And gets in the car and starts driving, singing "Fuck the Pain Away." Which the only other time I've ever heard. I've never this, heard this song before oh wait, in my life. The only other time I've ever heard it was during like j- the Jackass like three movie <laughs> when Johnny Depp is the grandpa and he Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp, wow. Johnny Knoxville is playing like the dirty grandpa, and his balls are coming out of his shorts, and he's like teabagging everything. <laughs> and this song is playing in the background, and so like watching her like genuinely, genuinely mm. sing like "fuck the pain away." I'm like, this is so wrong. Like, it's so on the nose. This is so wrong. So the the engine overheats, and she pulls over, and lo, lo and behold, there's Carrie Cage on the side of the road. I can help you. Oh, I can fix that if yeah. you want. And he, like, lifts it up. He fixes it or whatever. Mm-hmm. He gets the car it's running. It's literally, like, as if he just, like, put a paper clip on yeah, something. Yeah, he's just like, here you go. He's it's like, done. Oh, it's ready. So, obviously, he rigged it at the diner so he could get a ride in it. Oh, yeah. And um, he, he asks for a ride. She's like, sure, but, you know, I don't pick up hitchhikers. And Cage, with, like, that wry grin, goes, I didn't have my thumb out. Oh, <laughs> I fucking writing. hate him. Oh, it's so great. So, all of a sudden, we see a man in a suit walking down a dirt road, Mm -hmm. and he arrives at the diner, and he helps Norma Jean throw the trash in the dumpster, as Fat Lou is getting in his car, laughing at her, (laughs) and he looks at Fat Lou, and he goes, you, fat fuck, come here. Fat fuck. (laughs) He asks the owner for a stranger, 6'1", looked out of place, likely on foot. (laughs) God. So... He's the accountant, he uh, introduces himself. Yes. And the you know, waitress says, he went that way. Oh, he foot. was on foot. And the accountant just goes, <sighs> he does like this he, smell like, or smells something. He smells her. <laughs> yeah, and like he like and turns like, her on. I wish I could fuck you right here, right now. <laughs> like, that's the vibe I'm yeah, getting totally. from it. And, and then she he, wants it. And then he just walks away. Yeah. And but, but the funny thing is when he calls Fat Lou, the fat fuck, he's like, hey, what would you say to me? He's like, would you prefer dead fat fuck? Yeah. <laughs> So great. His delivery is really what sells that entire he's, character. He's the all-star of this movie. Hey, you, fat fuck. And like, everything about it is just amazing. This is something, like, I've come to grips with, where, like, usually Nick Cage is the focal point of every movie he does. Yeah. This is the one time I can recall him getting outshone by somebody else in a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would the say accountant, so. like, is the MVP of this movie. So, uh, Piper and Cage park, and he goes on his way with a handshake, and Piper goes into her place. Well, he's like, oh... She's like, oh, I'm engaged. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, is he a good man? Is he a good she's man? Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, you can just tell sometimes. <laughs> and then she goes in and finds him fucking a woman. Fucking his neighbor. Oh, my God, she's riding him. And her tits are out, and it's just, like, very graphic. Everything. You can so see everything. Piper grabs her by the hair and throws her out. And then, like, they get into a big duke Then she duke-a-roo. punches him, and she's like, we're in love. And she's like, what'd you say? Fuck you. Yeah, like, she punches her in the face. Punches her out. She goes down. This dude who... I- is wearing a shirt that Guy Fieri would wear with like one of those plastic poker player visors. Stop. Comes over and starts taking pictures on his flip phone. Um, that's another thing that totally dated this movie. Why well, fucking flip phones, dude? To oh. be fair, though, like it is in a lower income bracket. You know? Oh my god, <laughs> it's, it's so hilarious. So 
um, Cage is on a in a payphone like around the corner, and he has this huge gun in like this antique mahogany case mm-hmm. that he's like doing it, and he's he's like watching, uh, or excuse me. There's a guy watching him in like a car. We saw him yeah. in the diner earlier. He's like this nondescript hillbilly. Yeah. And uh, just a normal looking dude. But Paige, er, Cage, Cage, Cage looks at him and does like a gun thing, yeah. and the guy pulls out. So Piper leaves her beef, her boyfriend, and that's this is when the what we talked about earlier with the, the violence. Beaten. He like they get into a fight. And well, because he's like, you can leave. You ain't got nowhere to go, but you're not taking my car. <laughs> I love when she's like, I'll go to Florida and find a man. He's like. Florida, come on. Texas, maybe. <laughs> Florida, man. <laughs> I fucking love that. But um, the, the fight ensues, and like he hits her fucking hard. He does. And he she, punches her. She goes down, and she starts taunting him by saying, I'm going to tell everyone what I caught you doing with my pink dildo. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a line of dialogue. <laughs> and um, he's about to like give the coup de grace to her. And Cage interjects, kicks him in the face, beats the shit out of him, throws him up against the wall, and an AC unit falls on his head. Yeah. And the screen goes to black. Which, this guy, I should say, her boyfriend looks just like Steve Austin. He does, like a young Steve Austin. Yeah, or like the Nazi in Indiana Jones who gets hit in the plane propeller. The guy, you know what I'm talking about? Or Steve Austin. So, Piper wakes up in his car at night. Mm -hmm. Or in her car. He's driving it. He's looking up at the moon, all wistful and shit. And he has visions of women and a cult leader. There's a birth. Uh, a lot of weird shit happening. Uh, a lot of weird... The leader treat. takes a baby and kills a woman with a straight razor. Mm-hmm. And then he's licking up the blood. Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. And like, like the long uh, nails. Like yeah. the long nails. <laughs> Everything about it is just It's so just weird. a very strange... It makes you feel a certain way. And oh, you're not yeah. sure exactly what you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> just something else man yeah so piper wakes up and she's weirdly okay with all of this she's like where are we headed yeah she's like oh okay you didn't kill him though right yeah she's like okay no he's alive let's keep going then so like they enter oklahoma and he says that he's going to louisiana if she's on her way to florida if she wouldn't mind dropping him off there and he introduces him he introduces himself as milton Mm -hmm. so they arrive now at a bar slash motel called the Bull by the Ball. <laughs> it's like a honky tonk. Yeah? yeah. And the host, who I thought was Kyle Gass the first time I watched it. I don't know. Yeah. If, is it him? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I didn't look it up. But it, he looked super familiar. Yeah. The, he like knows Milton. He thought yeah. he was dead. I heard you. I thought you were dead. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people say that to him in this movie. Oh, yes. So he and they enter and <laughs> she like asks him about it. He goes... In another life, I drove trucks through these parts. That's his answer. I used to visit his sister. Didn't take too kindly to <laughs> The way he talks almost like an 1800s kind of guy. Honestly. So Piper eyes up the busboy, and the waitress Candy comes over asking for IDs, and uh, his license was expired by like 30 years. Yo, it says he was born in 51. <laughs> yeah, he's like 70 years old. Seriously. So, um, Which makes no sense how his daughter, who was like 20-something, just died. Yeah, it... There's but, some funky math, but it works. Yeah. It checks out. She, uh, Candy says she'll bring him a beer anyway and like kind of flirts with him. Yeah. And when she leaves, Piper goes, you going to tap that? Yeah. And Cage's reaction, he just goes, tap? <laughs> like yeah. he has no idea what it means. God damn. Uh, so Piper goes to her room, kind of like takes the... She takes the bus boy Yeah, she her. takes She's going to fuck him. Milton gets his beer. And the creepy guy who was watching Milton, the redneck guy, is kind of lingering in the background. Mm-hmm. So, Frank, 
the boyfriend, mm-hmm. opens up his door. He thinks the accountant is a cop. The uh-huh. accountant is there. And he asks about Milton. The traveler. The traveler. He came this way about 6'1 on foot. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he starts mocking Frank. And he goes, some bitch. <laughs> like out of nowhere. <laughs> he just does this voice. And uh, Frank says he left with his car. And he starts like getting really bitchy with that. Uh, like they start going back and forth. Yeah. And well, he's like... If you're not a cop, I don't care. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. He's going to fight him. So the accountant picks up a baseball bat, breaks it in half, and I don't know how to describe this. He gets the jagged end of the handle and pins Frank up to the wall, but yeah. it's like magic because it's yeah. like ag- across the room. Um, It's almost, uh, how do I put this? As if they threw the nails at Jesus. Yeah, let's put it that way. And then Frank is pinned up against the wall with a bat through his shoulder. Yeah. Um. You know, he asks them what car they were driving. He's 69 Charger. And the accountant takes a picture of Piper as Frank threatens to kick his ass. Yeah. And he throws the bat and it goes right through his head. Oh. So Well, I love I love Frank, though, because he's like, why is everybody hurting me today? <laughs> yeah. Some bitch. <laughs> so two cops arrive as the accountant's walking out. And they find Frank. And the accountant, like, they pull their guns on him. They think he killed him. So the accountant flips a coin up in the air. Yeah. And it comes down his hand and it turns into an FBI badge. <laughs> so he's so strange. He says that John Milton did this and he needs their help in pursuit of a fugitive. If we do it, this is my favorite. Do it, a promotion, pay raise, I guarantee it. <laughs> and then he tells them shoot to kill, even if it's against protocol. So the three of them take off uh-huh. on their hunt for Milton. Back at the Bull by the Balls, the busboy is painting Piper's nails in her room. Naked. Oh yeah, they're all they're, well. She's he, dressed. He's she's naked. fully dressed. She is pants, and he, tank top, and like a, a shirt yeah, on. And he's painting her toenails. On the other side, we hear music blaring. And on the other side of the wall, Milton is in bed, fully dressed, fully dressed, except for his cock coming out of his pants. Yeah, and Candy is completely naked on top of him, grinding on top. Like they're, they're having sex, but but he's smoking a stogie with sunglasses on. Yeah, and he looks like Ray Charles or oh something. My God. It's fucking great. But so. she's like a very loud. Oh, she's screaming. So Piper's like like, scr- like banging on yeah. the walls, like shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, it's just cursing. Such potty mouths in this movie. It really, they it, are. it reminds me of us. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, We're not to this degree. Piper's we don't got, yell it at each no, other. No, 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 we don't. We're not like vile. We no. just we might just you know There's salt and pepper. Symptoms enhancers. So Piper sees shadows outside her room, and she sees the creepy redneck guy from the diner. Yeah, he's leer, leering outside like the bar area. He's just lurking. Yeah. So well, there goes a siren. You hear that? Yeah. I hope that doesn't come over the mic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um. She goes outside and follows inside the bar. There's a TV playing a story of Jonah King. Uh, he killed a young couple and took their baby. He's a mm-hmm. cult leader. So Piper hides as all these cult members meet. And jo- Which she hides against a wall that has a fucking mirror on it. <laughs> it's kind of like the kid in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And there's, I will say, this place is such a honky-tonk that there's just farm implements on the wall. Yeah, like, like that's the decoration. Like rakes and hose and what are they, sickles? Sickles. Shit like that. Um, so Jonah admires himself on TV with his sweet soul patch. Mm-hmm. Or as somebody, you know, one of the reviews, I should have highlighted it. So one of them, because they wanted to get their jokes in, oh they want to get their shit in. A soulless patch. Oh my God. <laughs> it's very punny. Jesus. So they say, um, 11 and 12 are Piper and Milton's rooms. And he sends his minions with like the farm 
equipment, like weapons. So she takes a hoe off the wall and gives chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Milton and Candy continue to fuck in the bed. She's well, she well she's fucking him. He's yeah, kind of just sitting but then there. she asks him like, "Why are you? Why haven't you gotten undressed?" <laughs> and the quote, and "What does he say?" I, <laughs> with the stogie in his mouth. I never just rode before gunfire. And she's like, "Gunfire!" <laughs> so then a guy breaks in, Milton, and like Milton just pulls a gun out and starts shooting as he's having sex. As he's still inside of her. At this oh yeah. Point. So he picks her up. He holding her like a like you would hold a child, mm-hmm. but he's still inside of her. Uh, a guy comes in with a hatchet. He drops her on the bed in front of him. The hatchet takes off a lock of his blonde hair. Yes. And, 3D effect. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. And Milton puts the gun behind his back and shoots the guy out the window. Dude. Okay, so he takes her to the floor, still inside of her, by the way. Uh, A guy comes in with a machete. Milton shoots the machete in front of the guy, and it goes into his skull. That guy's dead. Uh, Another guy in a cowboy hat comes in and tases him in the ass. So he's like, Candy's just like, oh! Yeah, she's like writhing on the ground. I'm like, wait, is she getting electrocuted through The shockwaves are coming through his cock, I guess. It's it's insane. Very strange. um, (laughs) Very strange. He shoots the guy in the foot. The guy goes down. Mm -hmm. He shoots him in the head. Then he gets a bottle of Jack. And he starts guzzling whiskey as he. Conti- well, he had that in his hand from before. Yeah. So he's had a gun and a wi- and whiskey in his hand and, and a stogie in his mouth and a and woman a on his dick. His, yeah. And he guzzles the jack, continuing to thrust. Another guy enters, and Piper gets him in the head with the hoe from behind yeah. and kills him. Another guy who was there like scurries off, mm-hmm. and Milton <laughs> finishes. <laughs> he does like oh, and he gets God. up and like puts it away. And Candy, like, freaks the fuck out. Uh, yeah. I don't know any other course of action. I mean... She's just like, ah! Just like, she grabs the blankets. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, hysterical. Because just, like, there's all this death. She's filled with bodily fluids now. Well, and he's just like, calm down. Like, what the fuck? I don't even know what to say about this scene. Tell me what you thought about this scene. I had no words. Because I just went through it rapid fit fashion. I but had like, literally no words. These like, hillbillies I, come in with weapons and he just continues to fucking kill. And it's beautiful. This is what my my face was just slack jawed. Just like. <laughs> like where do you go from here uh, as a movie, you know? What is the follow up scene to that? How <laughs> oh, do you continue the storyline after something so like that? beautiful. <laughs> so the cops arrive now and we see Jonah King exiting with his number one hillbilly. Um, but the accountant has them move on because they're like, yo, that's Jonah King. We can get him. The accountant's like, stay on target. You know? Yeah. So Milton and Piper chase the one guy who got away, but they run into the cops Mm -hmm. and a shootout ensues and Milton and Piper end up killing the cops and they take off. (laughs) Do they, they get hit their car, right? Yeah. Yeah. They get her the 69 Charger and take off and they pass the accountant Uh and he kind of lets him go, which is like, "Mm." yeah, even though he's seeking him, you know? He's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> so, morning comes. And Milton's wound is healing. Because he got shot in the stomach during the gunshot yeah, fire. with the cops. Yeah. And um, he tells Piper, he's like, you know, you're a cop killer now. You gotta come with me. <laughs> oh, well, she's he's like, oh, we have to, uh, you know, get get going. She's like, what do you mean? I killed the cops back there. He's like, exactly. Neither you're on the run like me. Mm-hmm. So, Piper wants to know his story. And she says... Give me one good reason I shouldn't shoot you in the face as she holds up a gun to him. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm driving. Dear God. <laughs> and somehow these lines are better than the, what those dickheads wrote in those <laughs> reviews. So 
Oh, they're going over this bridge. Now, this bridge looks to be about, oh, I don't know, 500 feet long. And it turns out to be like, it turns out to be like that bridge in True Lies, you know? So they start going over this bridge, and he tells her he's after his grandchild, uh, the one on the news she finds out. And Piper lowers the gun, and then they get rammed by the cop car because the accountant is driving yes. it. So he hits them, so they go up side by side. Now, the, the fucking CGI is so adorable. <laughs> it is, oh my god, it is so funny. Because it's, yeah. it's literally the two, three of them sitting in a green screen. Yeah. That's the only way to describe it. Um, oh god. Cage shoots at him, blows out his window with a shotgun, and has Piper go into the back seat to get the big gun ready for him. So the accountant gets on the PA for the cop car. And he tells him to stop. It's over, Milton. And he refuses. And that's when Milton... Well, he says something like, Who do you think you are? Like, Wotan. Or, he throws out like one of these names. And uh, he pulls up the big gun mm-hmm. from the case and shoots. And this bullet, it's like magic. It has like inscriptions on it. We get it yeah. in slow motion. In 3D, it looked better, I swear. <laughs> it's got like purple aura. And it's going. It's slow motion. You see it past Piper's face and go out the car. And the accountant's like, Ooh! <laughs> And he turns his <laughs> he turns his head and it grazes his cheek. It does and leaves like this scar, and it blows the side door off the cop car. And it so that, blows the fucking like bridge off. Yeah, it's, it's like an earthquake went off. So the <laughs> the accountant ends up flipping off the bridge. The cop car just like it's like the Tie Fighter in the trench with Vader at the end of Star Wars. <laughs> it just like flies off, right? Oh my god! So uh, they lo- they look down the bridge like to see what happened. But they look in the distance and Jonah King's getting away. They were tailing him. Um, so now a guy who I can only describe as old-timey western sheriff arrives at the bull by the balls. But he's wearing like a band tee. Yeah. Like a t-shirt. He's kind of like Stan Lee if Stan Lee was southern. Oh my god. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy arrives and he bitches out a rookie who's standing on evidence and shit. Tell. And like they're going through and he's like, officer, I want this done and that. He's the captain. And uh, he finds Candy hiding in, like, his closet. So her makeup is running. Her lipstick's all over the place. She's wrapped in, like, a sheet from there. And she's, like, hysterical crying. Well, uh, the thing that gets me is that she goes, You have to understand, nothing like this ain't never happened to me before. (laughs) That's the best What do you mean? (laughs) That's the best You have to understand. What? What? Her quote, hysterical. We was fucking... He killed him while we was fucking. Yeah. And then, like, the, the captain's just like, we're going to need a shrink. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Fucking insane. I don't even know what to say. You have to understand, ain't nothing like this never happened to me before. <laughs> what the fuck goes on in Oklahoma? <laughs> oh, a lot goes on in Oklahoma. Okay, L-A-H-O-M-A. Oh, I know that. You know, one day I might pick that movie to talk Ooh. about. That's a total 180 from this. Yeah, it is. So, a bunch of stoners... Find the cop car at the bottom of the bridge. And a door flies off and hits one. Is anybody still in there? The door's still closed. And then immediately the door shoots off. It takes the one guy out. The accountant comes out. And he like dusts himself off. Mm -hmm. He's all cool and collected. He's a badass motherfucker. And That's right. And he says to the one guy, I won't see you until you're 73. You, I'll see you in three months. (laughs) And he just takes off. So Milton is telling Piper how his daughter got mixed up with Jonah King and the satanic magic. She attacked him with a pentagram and vanished into the night, as he <laughs> says. Like I said, he talks yes. like old timey. He really parts. does. And um, she took her lantern into the night. I should I should mention. There's one thing about the flashback earlier that he had when he was looking at the moon, mm-hmm. where 
his daughter went down on Jonah King, and then he like howled like. Yeah. It's implied and that she, she like stood up and she had blood in yeah. her mouth. It's implied that she bit his dick off. Yeah, like he made her blow him, and yeah. So and she was like, "Fuck you, bitch." We're gonna get. We're gonna get back after. And then he slit her throat with a straight razor. Yeah, it's a delightful family movie. So <laughs> I don't know why the Catholic light didn't like it. I know, right? So um, <laughs> Cage says that he only has two bullets left for his gun, the big gun. Uh, they find a church. There's like old like rickety church on the side of this country road it's like basically the church from jeepers creepers i've never seen that never mind then why i take your meaning though i gotta get what you mean so they see jonah king's van outside so they pull up and milton's like you stay here and he goes inside and there's people singing hymns it's like all these hillbillies and stuff i I wouldn't exactly call that singing uh droning yeah (laughs) okay and piper sneaks in behind him even though she he told her to stay put yeah and they all pull guns on him and uh, Milton drops his gun as Jonah King comes out, and you know he won't hand the baby over. Nope. So he starts like pontificating, like you know, doing all. I'll say the hounds of perdition will howl. You know, he's doing his thing, Dude. like the Southern Baptist preacher thing. Seriously. And <laughs> Cage looks at him with like a smirk. Again, these lines are amazing. The charlatan murders my daughter and then feeds me his philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, so so droning. Yeah. Everybody's droning in this movie. God. So Milton says he forced that Jonah King forced his daughter on her knees and she made him pay. And he's like, I don't know what are you talking about, Milton? And he's like, Your friend over there told me. And it was like the chief. No, friend. he was there. Oh yeah, he was there and he told me. Because he said it, I saw the whole thing. And that's when Jonah King just shoots his number one redneck. Yeah. He just blows him away. Uh, so then he shoots Milton right so in the face. So we find out that um, Jonah King is dickless. Yeah, he's oh he's dickless. Like what what movie? Oh, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Dickless over here. Yeah, it's true, sir. The man has no dick. <laughs> what a line. <laughs> but um, so then Jonah King turns. He shoots Milton right in the eye. Boom, kills him. Milton's down. Mm-hmm. So they subdue Piper. <laughs> Jonah King says to her. It would be easy to shoot you and watch you gargle as I eat my morning grapefruit. Yep. (laughs) Somebody wrote this dialogue. Somebody wrote this dialogue. Not only that, but Billy Burke says it with such conviction. So much conviction. Like, he really is this And I would watch you gurgle while I eat my morning grapefruit. (laughs) So awesome. So they take her and they head out. They get into, uh, like, this camper. It's like one of those trucks with, like, the camping shell on it. They get in one of those and uh, head out. King... so, before they leave, King goes up to Milton, his corpse laying there, and he shows him his daughter's femur. Yeah. Which he has turned into, like, this stylish cane, pimp like cane. Like a pimp cane. Yeah. And he... And this is your daughter's This femur. is all that's left of your daughter. <laughs> I keep it around to remind me of her. And then, and then he just gets in the, and leaves, leaves. With his purple velour jacket and his, like, Leather smoked pants. aviator shades. Dude. The this... way they dress him is so fucking Billy great. Burke. <laughs> Well, did, how far you fell? I gotta say, when you're gonna do a movie like this, you gotta go balls deep, and he definitely does. Oh, he, he goes he all went in. Balls deep. He That's went for all in sure. on this. So, um, actually, now I'm wondering. What are you wondering? What year did Twilight? Twilight came out in 2008. Never mind. I was gonna say this is afterwards, oh, right? Was it? Twilight? Yeah, because I was a dating a girl in college who was into the Twilight thing, so that had to be around that time. Yeah, the first Twilight, 2008. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he ever would have got the Twilight gig if he did this first. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Like, how far did you fall, dude? <laughs> so, 
They're um the last the, the last remaining hillbillies are going to bury Milton out back and and the other redneck who got shot. But he wakes up. Milton just like rises. He does yeah. his Undertaker sit up, and he starts opening fire, like killing them, shooting them up, and everything. All of them. He's blowing them away, and he puts on sunglasses to you know cover his eye. My God. <laughs> and he goes out, and he uh, he pulls out, and uh, the last remaining rednecks who didn't get shot run out and get in cars and follow him. So now we have this monster chase with the big camper with a few people in it. We got Milton, and then like two other redneck cars following mm-hmm. him. King looks out the back window of the camper and he sees Milton coming, and he he tells like they get the camper going down a side road to like throw him off, mm-hmm. and that's when Piper starts fighting a woman captor. This woman who's wearing a business suit, right? Yeah. Like I don't even know how to describe. It. She she's has wearing bangs. a power suit. Yeah, she's like Hillary she's Clinton. She's got like a bangs and a po- low ponytail, like yeah. a founding father. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to. T- and she's like, stand up again, I'll blow your brains out, the, bitch. The, I'm like. What the fuck? The fashion of the people in this movie are so great. Well, because you have the fucking hillbillies, like the guy who was driving the van with the flames on it, looks like he just came out from fucking his cousin. <laughs> no, and then you have a woman in a business suit with her hair, like, <laughs> hair stylishly game. done. Oh, it's so great. So, Milton goes and through... Then you have Mil- and then you have Jonah well, King. Jo- oh, Jonah King's just swarthy. So, yeah. Milton goes through an industrial area, and there's a woman following him. So, he goes into this warehouse. He pulls up. Gets out of his car and just starts shooting. He blows her brains out from yeah. behind the wheel. And she like goes down this like hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's just a big it's hole a in pit. the middle of a warehouse. Yeah. So then he calmly gets in his car and takes off. Go back on the chase. So Piper drop kicks the woman out the back window of the camper. <laughs> and she starts rolling across the road and everything. So Milton passes her. Yeah. She gets out. She can't move her one arm. It's very good sound. Yeah. She sold the injury. And she gets down. She's just like, ah! She starts shooting after him. And then another car just comes and she explodes. Yeah, another the... member of the cult fucking runs her they over. Run her over and she just explodes. And then you see the car coming and like her jacket is on the front. Oh my God. It's, it's some wild shit, it's man. It's so funny. So, um, the, 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 it's on. The second car is coming after Milton. And that's when King tells Piper, I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to defile your corpse. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> this dialogue. Who says that? <laughs> and that's when we get the classic Amber Heard stands up, puts up the Dukes, and says, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like this little pit bull, you know? Yeah. So they start, like, going after each other, like mm-hmm. a vicious cockfight, you know? I, I would say it's more like a cat fight, because, like, he's. N- it's not like he's, like, punching her. No, they're, She's like, like, wrestling, jostling, yeah. yeah. So, Milton parks under a ramp now, and the other redneck car goes over him, and he just calmly shoots up, hits, like, the gas tank, the thing comes down and explodes. It's... It's, it's just violence everywhere. It's insanity. Just things happening. So, uh, Piper's getting her ass kicked here as Milton rides up. He's like, up. I'm gonna choke you to death now. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna kill you, Papa. He's literally, <laughs> like... He's, literally, he's telling her everything he's going to yeah. do. He's explaining the plot. It's I'm going to so... crush your throat now, Piper, and then I'm going to fuck your dead body. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, it's so amazing. So uh, strange. Milton takes a shortcut, and he comes up in the front, and he's like playing chicken with it. Mm-hmm. However, it's one of those campers where up in, over the driver's seat, there's, there's like that like window and like a bed. The bunk bed, yeah. And there's like the woman who's holding his child. There's this his one woman. There's one woman throughout the movie who like is who's in charge of the baby. For the baby. She's like the babysitter. Yeah. And uh, she's up there with the baby. Milton sees it and he swerves. He plays chicken. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to fuck with my granddaughter's life. <laughs> yeah. So. 
Piper takes Jonah King's pentagram pendant. Yes, just and like stabs him in the chest, just like Milton's daughter. Oh, that's right, because we forgot to mention she slashed slashed his face with that. Yeah. So Piper takes it, stabs him in the chest, and it goes in like three inches. He should be dead. Yeah. It should have hit his heart. But then his she... very strong uh, collarbones, chest oh, yeah. plates. His whatever. sternum is like made of titanium. Holy fuck! So. Piper sees Milton driving up from behind and dives out the back window that's yeah. blown out right onto the hood. So Jonah King like pulls out a gun. He's like, pew, pew, pew. Yo, he's the worst fucking shot. Like well, they're I, literally three feet away. Part of me thinks that's what he wanted to no. do because he knew Milton came back, so like shooting him wasn't gonna work. Yeah, but why wouldn't he shoot the girl? Why wouldn't he? He shoot just her? shot the because mo- if you shoot the motor, the car stops. Mm. The chase is over. Uh uh-uh. uh, I think he's a terrible fucking shot. That's All right, well I he's think. a stormtrooper then. So. <laughs> King hits the motor. The car just like burr, 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 burr. it craps out yeah. as she crawls in through the busted out windshield. And uh, as they're pull- as the campers pulling away, he does this little like do 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 like this like <laughs> this salute like, yeah. and to you too yeah, and do to you. He, he too. like fucking bows to them. Oh, God. So the car is dead. His eye is fucked. Yo, it's gross as hell. And uh, Piper's like freaked out. <laughs> we get another great line of dialogue here from Cage. Oh yeah, it's still in there. The bullet. I, I can, can feel, feel it. it. <laughs> With all of that feeling. I'm not All like, that emotion, I'm guys. not, like, exaggerating. That's how that line is delivered. So much emotion. So much heart. So, Piper starts putting it all together. And well, she's like, just leave the car. Why do we have to push it anywhere? And he goes, you're a cop killer now. I thought you'd want like, <laughs> yeah, to hide it. Gotta hide it. But, he, like, she's starting to put it all together. Like, the expired license. He got shot in the face and came back. She's like... There's something weird going on. Like you mystical. got shot in the fucking head. Yeah, and he's just like, I can feel and you're it. driving. It's like... So great. So the accountant arrives at the church now, where one guy is surviving. <laughs> a guy with a <laughs> the hair. The worst hair, dude. The greatest wig I've ever seen in oh movies. Oh my god. How would you describe it? It's like Elvis meets Egon or something. I was thinking, um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. Elvis meets a beaver? Okay, that dog like, will hunt. Like his hair is just—it's like twenty inches tall. I feel like um, I feel like I've seen. Okay, so I don't watch Trailer Park Boys, but I feel like oh, like Ricky or whatever the one's name. Yeah, is. yeah. one of the characters has that really, really bad Elvisy hairdo. Yeah, but add like eight like inches that. to it. This, yeah, it's like high. It's fucking huge. And um, so the the. Accountant, accountant walks in and sees the guy. His knee is completely blown well, apart. Yeah, like, it's no, gross. I've it looks seen, like hamburger. Like I've seen more aftermath of buckshots in this movie <laughs> than any other time in my life. And if that's what a buckshot does, <laughs> I don't ever want to. Don't want to be a buck. <laughs> I don't want to be a buck. So he opens up the guy's shirt because he takes a purple thread off of it and it matches his tie. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Oh, you don't you don't know? Oh, we'll see. You'll see in the next scene then. So he takes it. And um, he looks, he looks at the guy because he takes it off his shirt, and he sees that he has a pentagram symbol on his oh, chest. Yeah. And then he looks at the guy's knees, and the accountant just goes, "Whoa, those are fucked." <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So the guy tells him about Milton, and uh, that's when the accountant stabs his knee, oh, what's yeah. left of it, and uh, he's trying to get info. 
And the guy tells him that Middleton is choosing, chasing them because of what they did and who they took. Oh, yeah, because he thinks that it's the cult that wants Milton. Yeah, he, and he's like, no, he's chasing us. And he goes, well, color me curious. What did you do? And who did you take? It's the, God, the delivery. It's the delivery. I can't do it justice. Like, no. I can do the cage lines easy. Yeah. Because, like, there's no feeling involved. Exactly. <laughs> but, so he's like, hmm, color me curious. Yeah, he's like, he's a delight. It, yeah, like, he's... He's positive, even when he's saying fucked up shit. Like, well, that's fucked. Whoa! <laughs> so, Piper on the side of the road now patches up his eye with like a bandana, is it, I think? I don't even think you could say patches. I think no, she's she covers just like, it. she's just like, I can't look at this thing anymore. But, Let me put this over it. But he's covered in like gore and dried oh, blood at this point. There's like God. He looks like a haunted house character. Yeah, he, definitely. He's gross. Oh. And a, tro- a tow truck shows up. And the guy gets out, and he knows Milton. Mm-hmm. It turns out, he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, we get yeah, that a lot lately. He's like, no. What do you call it? Like, toots? I, yeah, no, toots. I carried his casket. Yeah. It's like, what? He was a pallbearer. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nick Of Cage, course, Milton, you're going to just keep stroking that 357. <laughs> he's got his hand on a gun, and yep. Piper has her hand on Cage's gun. But he goes, you hear about my daughter? He's like, yeah. Then you know why I'm back. <laughs> That's all you get. So, they ride back to uh, the tow truck guy's place, and Milton's eye goes back to normal. Yeah. Like, the bullet gets sucked in, but now he has, like, a white pupil. Yeah, like, his pupil is significantly lighter and has, like, the blood ring around it. Yeah, or iris. The pupil's the black part. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 that's the one. So, he wa- <laughs> he's outside staring at a burn barrel, like a, like a hobo fire. He's just staring at it. Dude. And Webster gives us a bunch of exposition about Milton and his daughter yeah. to Piper. About how, like, he, he was loved, a great father. He loved his daughter. Terrible so husband. <laughs> <laughs> terrible husband. Terrible husband, but he loved his daughter. Yeah, you'd do anything for her. You know, he's doing all this jazz. So then he goes out to Milton. He's like, the fire make you homesick. <laughs> it seems like such gallows. That's such a douchebag. To say to a guy who just broke out of hell. Right? So, like, oh, you miss the heat? <laughs> that's when Milton's just like, the fire's not even the worst part. The worst part is the video feed. Right. You see the suffering of those you love. <laughs> Why is that so funny to you? No, like, this is the vision of hell. You see this hellscape in the very oh, yeah, beginning yeah. of the movie. Everything's burning, charred, and on fire. And what is your punishment in hell? You get a video feed yeah. of your loved one. Closed circuit TV. Right. And like. He says, oh, he's like, <laughs> you saw my wa- my daughter's head cleared tearing clean off by Jonah Hill or first, Jonah Hill first. Jonah King uh, <laughs> but first it was her crunchy sandal wearing tree hugging son-in-law <laughs> and then it was my daughter yeah he's just like going on about the suffering on the video feed can you imagine you just sitting there just watching that on a loop right after a while you think you'd be numb to it but you'd think uh, <laughs> so he's telling him what he saw in hell <laughs> and after the, because when he came out and made the fire comment, mm-hmm. Webster is his name turned yeah, out Webster. to be. Yeah, Webster. He offered him a beer. So like, feet, Cage goes through this whole thing about watching everybody die and the pain and suffering. Yeah. You feel it, and he goes, "Thank you, Webster. I don't believe I'll be having that cold beer right now, unless I'm drinking it out of Jonah King's skull." <laughs> and that's the line, and that gives us a great uh, vision, a great imagery, yeah. if you will. Very, very clear image there. So Webster takes him back, and he has two cars, Chevelles, uh, for him to choose from to continue his quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jonah King, we see, climbs this, like, silo. 
I don't know. Is he oh. outside the tro- tow truck place? Yeah, he is. But I had a question. Yeah. So, like, when Webster was describing, like, how much he loved his daughter, and he's like, that's how he got out. Like, that's how he got out of hell. He loved his daughter so much that he would do anything to... He that got he, out of hell. He, he got out of hell because of his love for his daughter? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, because he loved his daughter so much he saw what happened to her and he wanted to seek vengeance. I guess. But, and it also it tells just you wasn't that, super clear. It, it also tells you his daughter like, didn't go to hell. Yeah. So. It was just kind of like, an, even though she was in a satanic cult, um, she didn't go to hell. But it just wasn't like super clear. It was almost like an anecdote that yeah. Webster said. You know what I mean? Like he and that knew. seems to be like a pretty big plot point there because no. the accountant wants well, to know how he got out of hell. I was going to say, that's the one thing that's never made clear yeah. is how he got out of All we know is we see him driving Satan's car, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Jonah King is at outside the tow truck place and he calls the cops. He says he knows where they can find the guy who killed all those people at the bull by the balls. Yeah. And... Um, Milton has Webster stay behind now because all three of them are about to go out on their quest. Mm -hmm. And he talks to him in private. And then he tells Piper to be sure this is what she wants. And she's down. She said, I saw I've been waiting for my whole life for it to mean something. Mm -hmm. And they head off, the two of them, and Webster stays behind. So they're driving. And everything's like, you know, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're looking in. This is going to be fun. And then (laughs) cops pull out and start tailing them. So no, he, they start coming out of everywhere. Yeah, there's like 15 cop cars all of a sudden following <laughs> them. So they speed up. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Jonah Hill climbed like a silo. No, Jonah King. Jonah King climbed <laughs> Jonah a Jonah Hill didn't climb a fucking thing. Was, <laughs> Come on. And he was like, I know where to find that those cop killers. <laughs> he's, so, he's so like <laughs> American gothic. Like, <laughs> so great. And, um, and that's how the cops find them and start yeah. following so them. So they start tailing them. And there's a roadblock ahead. And, and it's the same Stan Lee-esque yeah. cop. And he's telling them, the southern guy, he's just like, when I, these two killed two of our men. So when I say aim for their tires, I mean aim for their heads. <laughs> so aim for their tires. <laughs> and uh, so they get to the the roadblock with mm-hmm. like 20 cop cars. They're all out there like automatic weapons. Yeah. And they They're just... All like... Ch-ch-ch-ch. Yeah. And Cage and Piper are just like, whoa. They don't know what to do. Yeah. So... Then we hear a truck. Like, uh, uh, Yep. And you see its truck come barreling. It's a hydrogen... What is it? Hydro- hydrogen. Uh, hydrogen tank truck. Yeah. And it's driving. Which is highly flammable, and folks. we hear the very lowly <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine <laughs> yes. Band do a little dance, make, make a little love, get, get down, down tonight, and it zooms in, and the accountant is driving the truck, <laughs> listening to that song, like, dancing. Yeah, like, he's just, like, jamming. He's in his suit, just like, yeah, fuck yeah, getting down. Like, it's so awesome. Getting down tonight. Fuck so yeah. then, like, the cops turn around, they're like, oh, fuck. So they start <laughs> running, and the truck starts barreling through the cop cars. Cop cars are flying, everything... One gets hooked to the side. Okay, the the CGI, again, is adorable here. So a cop car gets hooked to the side of the hydrogen hydrogen truck. The accountant opens his door, calmly steps out, stands, like, just still on the hood, shuts the door, and the cop car comes unattached. Yep. So the tanker goes barreling, and that's when Cage is like, we're going, and he hits the gas. The tanker rolls over two cop cars. They go under it. It hits the ground and explodes. Like fucking shit flying everywhere. It's just like a madness. Insanity. So they're driving and they drive by the accountant standing on the cop car. And again, he does the... 
<laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like this sniff and like this sneer. Oh and they drive by. And so the cop, the captain, grabs like this AK-47. She's like, ah! He's just like shooting at Kate <laughs> as they're driving away. So then he like ho- holds it up at the accountant who steps off the cop car. Which they all just witness this man calmly step oh, yeah. out of a moving truck. Like he's obviously mystical. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, who are you? And he does the coin thing again. It lands in his hand. It's an FBI badge. And the captain's like, no fucking way. No way are you a federal agent. And the accountant. The only person with fucking sense, like common sense yeah. in this movie. Like, no. So then the accountant just goes, you know what that means, Captain. Federal Bureau of Get the Fuck Out of My Way. <laughs> he tells them to stand down. They stand down. And he goes to the rookie cop from before. He rips open his shirt and he has the pentagram on yep. his chest. <laughs> looks like you're serving two masters. <laughs> and then he gives him his phone. He's like, call Jonah King. Tell him that Milton's dead. Mm-hmm. Tell him that like this worked. So he like the accountant is now ambiguous. Like, yeah. what, what he's doing. <coughs> he was following the traveler and now it seems that like he's helping him. Mm-hmm. So the, the rookie cop calls King to tell him that. So now we see Piper and Milton driving to Louisiana. Um, we're getting like this musical interlude, like "Ride with the Devil." <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm listening. Like, okay, so I'm watching this, and as the music starts, I'm like, "Is that piano?" Like, this is a very strange selection. And then you hear the lyrics, and it goes, "Ah, okay, that's why it was chosen. Not the music. It was chosen for the lyrics. Oh, and it was. 100%. It was like." Riding behind the wheel with the devil. Oh, yeah, it was, like I said, Kid Rock inspired. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. And my favorite is they get away, and Piper goes, "Why ain't they following us?" And Cage, with the, again that dumb grin, he just goes, and it's such a wordy thing to say. It's just like because they know that you're a cop killing maniac, and they're scared to death of you. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> so they arrive at Stillwater Prison in Louisiana. 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 It's nightfall. Yes. And they, they like... The full park. moon has not crested yet. No, not not quite. It's getting there. <laughs> so they park it, and Milton has her stay back, and he goes in to, like, a, the watchtower. The prison... Go- oh, yeah, the prison tower. Yeah, and he's, like, watching... So, in this prison yard, <clears throat> there are Satanists. There are a naked, lot of them. There are naked women. Yep. There are guns being shot off, like, whoop! Yeah. Like, like you see in Blazing Saddles. Oh my like, God. Like there's like a pentagram on fire. Oh, there's lots of things going on here. Like, I don't even know. I can't even, like, wrap my head around it. It's just debauchery. Yeah. So, he goes back to the part, car, and Piper's gone, and he sees that the accountant has her to the side in, like, this shadowy doorway, and he takes her back. So Milton goes back and they negotiate. Mm-hmm. And um, well, Milton says, "Who are you? Who, who do you think, think you are, Anubis?" Which I brought up last you week did. for the mummy, and it still caught me off guard. <laughs> it's so great. He's like, "We're making deals. You weigh in gold oh or whatever." God. So, and it, oh, by the way, correction from last week. Oh, it's guys, not mummy corrections. It's not Osiris. It is Anubis who weighs your heart. The dog head. Yep. Yeah. It is Anubis who weighs your heart against a feather. So see, connective tissue yeah. here. I'm just saying. So, um, the accountant tells him, like, no matter what happens here, I win. You're going back to hell. Yeah, you go out there and get what you want, I'm taking you back anyway. You go out there and they kill you, I get you anyway. Yeah. And he's not going to go with them. He says, put down the god killer or I'll kill Piper. So, god killer is the big gun. Yeah, with the bullets that wounded him, but not... Oh, I wanted to get back to that. So, in this scene, 
if you notice the scar that was on his cheek, He's the purple, now. the purple thread that he took off the because it matches his tie. Oh. That's what he used for his cheek. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So um, the the accountant asks him how he got out with it, and we get, I just went in and took it, dude. I can't. <laughs> I fucking can't. And, uh, like, the fucking... We just want one answer. <laughs> I can't. Like, just I so... just went in and took it. It's so great. You went into hell, into hell's headquarters. You went into Satan's office yeah, and took it. Yeah, and just took it. <laughs> and the, the, the accountant's just like, ooh, he's not going to be happy. <laughs> he's going to kick your ass when you get home. <laughs> so, uh, King walks out now. To cheers, like a rapturous applause. Mm-hmm. The charlatan feeds me his philosophy. And uh, the accountant tells uh, um, Piper Piper that Satan is a thoughtful, well-read guy. Yeah. And he really hates sacrifices of children to his name. Yeah. So he says getting Milton here makes his job easier, but he's not going to help him finish the job. Yeah. He tells him to go, and he gives him the car keys. Mm-hmm. So Jonah begins the ritual here with his big speech. I think this is when he does the, the hounds of hell! Wow! Yeah. The perdition! He's just like using his words and everything. Like it's really maniacal. Like when you watch it. Yeah, oh, like he's insane. spitting, he's like screaming, he's like it's going insanity. out of his mind. And it's like, like, yeah, the shit come out of his mouth. <sighs> so then he takes his dagger. Like looks like this monster letter opener. And he's going to kill the baby. <laughs> the only person I've ever seen actually use a letter opener is our grandmother. And I just saw Your her use it the other day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it like one of those, like a sword kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. Really? It was I'm... just really, it was so funny because somebody brought her mail in while I was up visiting her. and um, She is a classy lady. She is a classy <laughs> lady. She's very demure. But she went over to her drawer and she pulled out a letter opener. And I was like, I don't think I've ever actually, like Grandpa, we, I saw Grandpa use it. Well, that guy used his hands for everything. Well, once he lost the tip of his yeah, thumb, the thumb, he had a little once, bit harder. Once the thumb went. <laughs> Get a little bit harder of a time doing it, but um, yeah, she used a letter opener. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody outside of this house using a letter opener. So, you know what I? You know, you're just saying it's for home defense too. Yeah, those things could be used to stab someone in the. Oh trouble. yeah, <laughs> they're dull enough to not really cause harm accidentally. Yeah, but, but purposely, intentionally, yeah. yeah. And I think she's got enough spit in her to do. Yeah, that. Oh God, yeah. So he pulls out. Anyway, the, he pulls out the dagger, and, and all of a sudden we are. <laughs> And he just starts smiling, like, maniacally and again. Milton's car drives through a wall. <laughs> like like the Kool-Aid. Again, makes no sense. Like the Kool-Aid man. And he starts running motherfuckers down with the car. <laughs> like, just... Lighting <laughs> them on fire. There, yeah, people are, like, falling into the burning pentagrams. They're on fire. There's gunfire. The car is on fire. There's gunfire. And he's just, like, got his arm out. Boom, boom, boom. He's shooting these Satanists. So the woman, the babysitter woman, takes the baby to safety to the side and Jonah gives her the dagger. He's like, no matter what, that baby dies tonight. Oh my God. He says it with that voice. Um, the trooper and the guy from the beginning who Milton told mm-hmm. to tell him, they see Piper and the accountant up in the tower watching over everything. And they go up <coughs> to get him. That's when the... So they come up and the accountant pulls out his coin. Mm-hmm. And he usually throws it through the one guy, gets stuck in the other. He kills him. Gets He's a like, second oh, the skull. Yes, for the next five seconds. Yeah. Boom, he just murders them. Jesus. And then as he's like pulling his coin up, Piper pulls the fucking god killer off mm-hmm. of him and throws it up against him. And so Milton continues his rampage as the accountant tells her that someone else will come. Like if you kill him, somebody else like Yeah, it's I'm never just gonna... another one, man. Yeah. So just go help him. 
And, she, you know... But also, what do we find out about the god killer? It has quite the kick. Well, it has quite the kick, but also, what happens when you're shot with it? Oh, that's right. Because he explains it is, to her, yeah. like, he didn't take that to, like, kill me with yeah. it. He took, took me to slow it down. Yeah, because what happens if you get shot with it? Total non-existence. Yeah, like, no heaven, no, no hell, hell, just nothing. Nothingness, yeah. So... <laughs> The car is now on fire yeah. as he drives around this prison yard running motherfuckers over and shooting people. The Men naked and women. that was dan- dancing earlier, okay. fucking buckshot I wanna, to the gut. I want to talk about this. So there is a nude woman. Yeah. She's completely naked. Her breasts are out. She is on fire with a pentagram carved into her stomach yeah. shooting a gun. This is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in yeah. a movie, and I love it. Yeah. And he just he just casually drives by and goes, boom. Yeah, just buckshots her right in the stomach. It's the most gone. fucked up thing I've She's ever gone. seen. She's like, gone. She just wanted to dance naked under the moonlight. This is so insane. Sacrifice a child. Kill a baby. That's it. Yeah, that was it. This is so fucked up. <laughs> so, he drives at Jonah King, but King kicks over a cooler that's filled with ammunition. Well, first it was one with beer. Yeah, and he kicks over the one with, like, all the ammo in it, and he shoots it as Milton gets closer, mm-hmm. and it blows up. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like a bat wing up to the moon in Batman, and, like, Cage's car goes up, and he's looking at the full moon, like, ah, doing the face-off look. <laughs> so then the car crashes back down. He steps out and just keeps killing people, shooting motherfuckers. Um, it's insane. He goes up to Jonah King. They're going to have a fight, but he gets shot from behind. And uh, the woman, the babysitter woman, drops the knife. She's not going to do like it. She's terrified. Oh, mortified, this poor woman. So Jonah and... Well, she is in a satanic cult. I know, she is in a cult, but she's woman. not doing anything. She's not killing people yet. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so um, Jonah and the one guy who's left are beating the fuck out of Milton. Yeah. Especially with the femur bone cane. Oh my God, that's so weird. Piper steps in with the god killer. And shoots the one dude. Well, she goes, hey, dickless! Yeah, and they both turn. And he dives out of the way after she shoots it. And she hits the second guy, who goes flying into the camper. It explodes. It like, explodes. Just whoosh! Just like yeah, shit like, going there's up. there's nothing left. So, <laughs> that's fucking insane. So, now we have just corpses everywhere. A car on fire. <laughs> there's, Jonah King just looks around. And he just goes, well, this went to shit. <laughs> Milton crawls towards the woman with the baby, and he starts getting beat by King. And Jonah King... Well, he's beating him in the gunshot wound with the femur bone of his daughter. And that's when he says, I'm going to beat you with all that's left of your daughter. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he says to the woman, bring me the baby. And she's like, she won't. She's standing over by a tree, and he goes, bring me the fucking baby! (laughs) Just like screaming. She's, like, terrified. So Milton sees the god killer, like, out of his reach because it fell out of Piper's hands because she went flying, like, 20 feet. Yeah, it's got quite the kick. So (laughs) that's when Jonah King says, nothing of this earth can kill me. And then we hear, and he looks over the accountants to the side, clearing his throat, and he turns around, and Milton has the god killer Mm -hmm. and shoots him with it. Now, Mayor Bear, I want you to describe this death. I can't. He shoots Jonah King with the god killer, and what happens? He flies into the sky. <laughs> He's in the sky, um, levitating. It looks like a portal has opened behind <laughs> like him. Like a black hole. Yeah. Um, all of his skin starts to melt off of his skull. <laughs> um, and everything, it starts like a tornado effect. It's so gratuitous. Where, like, everything just starts swirling. It's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Everything just starts swirling around him, getting it's sucked into the like, portal. It's picking up, like, things off the ground. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And then the only thing, he eventually gets sucked in. The only thing left. Well, he explodes. Yeah, he explodes. And the only thing left in the mortal realm, I'm assuming, <laughs> is his skull. His jawbone flies at the skull. screen. If you're yeah. in 3D, you get his yeah. jawbone. Yeah. And yeah, a, his skull is smoking on the ground. And he gets, <laughs> he gets yeah. sucked into a fucking portal. Jesus Christ. It's, it's so gratuitous. It's beautiful. It's cinematic. It's cinematic. <laughs> it's excellence. So... <laughs> Piper awakens to Milton as he's dying. The accountant brings him the baby and just says, she's here. (laughs) Again, it's just his inflection when you watch it. She's here. And uh, he gives the baby to Piper to take care of. He chose her because she's a good person, fierce. She could be a good mother. She'll fight for her. That's why he like to- he picked her in the diner. Mm-hmm. She- he saw how nice she was with that family, and he knows that she's a fierce bitch. She can stand up for herself. Yeah. <laughs> Webster pulls up outside, and- right on time, yeah, right on cue, and he says, "Webster will watch over you as long as, as he can." can. He thanks her and dies, basically. But it's like, okay, when you say he dies, though, like, literally, she looks back at Webster, and it's like he just closed his eyes and, like... Yeah. And then she goes to Webster, they have the baby, and they both look, and the accountant and Milton are gone. Yeah. Now, this brings us to... This seems like such... Doesn't this seem like an after-the-credits scene? Yes, it right? does. Like, because it's so, like, weirdly produced, and the lighting is it's even so, different. It's produced strangely. The lighting is different. The entire mood has shifted. Yeah, now it's, like, jovial. Like yeah. The best, it's like a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. So, we're still at the prison yard. There's shit on fire. There's still death everywhere. Still bodies everywhere. And the accountant walks up to Milton, who's sitting on the hood of the burning car, drinking beer out of Jonah King's skull. Oh my god. Like he said he would. And <laughs> this car arrives out of another portal. It's like a Rolls Royce yeah. from hell. And it's to drive them back. And Cage starts like getting mouthy with the accountant. Yeah. He's like, like, you know I'm driving that. I'm, give me the key. And the accountant throws him the keys. I can't. His face. When he throws it. <laughs> and he like lights up. <laughs> he's like so happy. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and he vows that they'll break out again. And he puts the skull in his jacket to keep. And they now they drive through the portal. The accountant sitting all calmly in this passenger side, while Cage drives fiercely in this like Rolls Royce to hell. And they're driving down the highway as we get like a Meatloaf song. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. The, I'm pretty the sure that song is like that sounds like something Meatloaf. I'm pretty would be sure it's off the Meatloaf "Bad Out of Hell" three album. Dear God! And it's, it's like I, the lyrics is like "I've been to hell and I'm coming back." It's so God. awesome, but it, um. It's, it's... We get the accountant like all happy in the passenger seat as Cage is just like, I'm going to take hell on again. It's so Seriously. lighthearted. It's so beautiful. Uh, uh, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, What's up, Mary? It is Meatloaf. It oh. is? What is it? Um, What's the name Last of the Ride to Hell? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I think. I love it. It's actually catchy. I'm not going to lie. It's not bad. Or Alive. Wait, fuck. Was it Last Ride Alive? Hang on. You got to help me out here. I'm trying. We're live, pal. <laughs> I know. But, There's like four different options. Yeah, fuck it. Just leave it alone. But yeah, it's a meatloaf song. And he's just like, I'm a runaway train going to hell. And like doing his meatloaf things. God. And it's beautiful. What? So tell me, what lasting impressions, notes on this movie? I mean, it's... I don't think this is one. Like Jurassic Park, I think people are like, oh yeah, that's like a blockbuster all-time movie. Yeah. Oh, The Mummy, yeah, that's like a big action movie of the 90s. This is probably a movie they weren't expecting, especially for episode 100. Whoop, whoop. We made it. Triple digits. We did. But uh, uh, this it's... movie's worth watching. Am I wrong? 
Not on television though, not on cable. You gotta like get the. Oh, I was gonna say. You gotta get it on like, like Peacock HBO. or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like you definitely need it uncut, but yeah. I also would not spend money to buy the DVD. I did, and I don't regret it. I fucking <laughs> proud of it. Okay, but no, this is a movie you should. It's see. one of those movies where like it's a popcorn. Flick. Okay, if you are just starting to date a girl, don't show her this movie. No, this is not a first date movie. No, I made that mistake. This is not a first six months movie. What? Oh, if she's with you after six months and you're into this shit, she's gonna know. Okay, yeah, you can't hide true. that shit. That but, is true. Like especially like a Nick Cage fascination, like I have. Yeah. But um. Yeah, man, this movie's just fun. I mean, the accountant stole the show. Yeah, best character, the accountant. Worst person, Amber Heard. Apparently, Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's beating out the Satanist who wanted to kill a baby in this movie. (laughs) So, (laughs) yikes! Um, Jonah King, worst person. Oh, he's so great though. Dude, Billy Burke, I've never seen you at anything except for this movie. But holy shit, dude, you have my respect yeah. for going into all in on this character. I mean, it really this is a character take a that, lot to sell this character. This is a character that I think a lot of other actors, especially higher up on the rung actors, yeah. would have just been like, hmm, hmm, like ham it up. Like he, he hammed up to a degree, but like he also had this like sinister side to it. Yeah. Where he he like straddled this line with it where he's like, yeah, I'm going to do some fucked up stuff, but like, yeah, I'll be crazy. Yeah. Like. But that's almost what you need, is you need to cross that line into, like... Yeah, you need... This guy might actually be insane. <laughs> yeah, it just... It adds to it. It yeah. adds dimensions to it. Other sure. than just being, like, a wink-wink kind of, like... You yeah. know, like a sci-fi original movie, like the Sharknado movies. Uh, now. Yeah. This isn't to that level of, like, schlock. No, not even definitely close. not. Like, and not, not Way even... Way bigger production. Not, like yeah, well, the, that... $50 million. For, that $50 million, that's nuts to me. But, um... Wow. This is just a fun movie. If you just want, like... It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's you, just something that you could shut your brain off. You yeah. don't have to think too hard during... In a world that's full of a bunch of bullshit by almost 90% of the population who mm-hmm. are bullshitters, just put this movie on, shut your brain off for a little while and relax. And that's all. It's just fun. Yeah. So that'll do it for this. But do you have uh, an idea for next week? Oh, she's I got do. a look on her face. I do. So next week is your turn to pick a movie, and I'm just curious what, it you, is. what do you have in mind. So last week when we did Jurassic Park, guys. No, we did not. Or not last week, <laughs> the week before. I found this clip where somebody spliced in Pee Wee to Jurassic Park, and he played the part of the dinosaurs. Oh, my God. And, um, oh, my God. Are you picking what I think you're going to pick? So that I, I showed it to my husband, too, because he's a huge Jurassic Park fan. And the part where he, like... <laughs> <laughs> through the kitchen window like yes. we both died scares away the muggers so there is uh, there's something I didn't know existed on Netflix and it's a Netflix original film oh really Pee Wee's Big Holiday oh shit from 2016 oh and my god yes. we're gonna watch that for next week have you seen it no I, I haven't, haven't either oh my god I am so excited because I was like I really want to do Pee Wee's Big Adventure <laughs> yes but then I saw that on Netflix and I was like that's something neither of us have watched oh this is gonna be totally naked eyes coming yeah this. oh shit. like both of us are gonna be <laughs> Everybody, oh, it's get, gonna be different, get guys. Get ready, it's gonna get lit. Pee Wee in 2016 <laughs> from Netflix. Awesome. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm stoked for that. But that'll do it for this week, guys. But in the meantime, if you want to go back and listen to old episodes that we did on The Office or other movies, uh, check us out anywhere, whether that's iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you could also find us on the Jenny Position podcast feed. You go there, you find old episodes, and every Monday a new one will come out there. 
Uh, you can also find other great shows such as Geek and Sassy and Talking Pop over there with Jennifer Smith and friends. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, comments, Criticisms, if you may, and uh, you can or find suggestions. us suggestions work. If you find you can find us on Twitter at Grossus Podcast. So until next time, guys, we'll catch you on down the road. Thanks, guys. It's made up of fire and it's a long way down from the top of the world. You better look around or you're gonna get burned. I'm a runaway train on a broken track. I'm a ticket on the farm that you can't turn back this time. That's right. I got away with it all and I'm still alive. At the end of the world, come tumbling down. I'll be the last man standing on the Black